0: This is a Neighbors United in Christ broadcast.
1: There's a church in the valley by the wildwood. No lovelier spot in the dale. No place is so dear to my childhood as the little brown church in the village oh come 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 to the church in the wildwood come to the church in the dale no spot is so dear to my childhood as the little brown church Morning to listen to the clear ringing bell, his tones so sweetly are calling. Oh, come to the church in the vale! Oh, come. childhood, as the little brown church in the vale, from the church in the valley by the wildwood, when day fades away into night, I would fain from the spot of my child. Wildwood, come to the church in the day No spot is so dear to my childhood as the little There shall be showers of blessing. This is the promise of love. There shall be seasons refreshing, sent from the Savior above. Showers of blessing. Show. drops around us are falling but for the showers we plead there shall be showers of blessing precious reviving again over the hills and the valleys sound of abundance of rain of blessing, showers of blessing we need, mercy drops round us are falling, but for the showers we plead there shall be showers of blessing. Send them upon us, O Lord. Grant us till now a refreshing Come and now honor thy word Showers of blessing Showers of blessing we need Mercy drops round us are falling But for the showers we pray There shall be showers of blessing. Oh, that today they might fall. Now, as to God we're confessing. Now, as on Jesus we call. Showers of blessing. Showers. Mercy drops round us are falling, but for the showers we plead. Yes, mercy drops round us are falling, but for the showers we plead.
2: Thanks, Jim and Debbie, for those beautiful songs to start off our worship service together. Welcome to this worship service, good neighbors. You're listening to a Neighbors United in Christ parish worship service sponsored by the Lutheran churches of Deronda, Little Falls, and Trinity. My name is Pastor Greg Wilcox. Thanks to Debbie Tagg and Jim Haugerud, our musicians. Thanks to Steve Helling, who will be doing our children's message. Thanks to Isaac, who is our recording engineer, for keeping track of all of this and putting it all together. You can listen to each weekly service live at 8 a.m. on WPCA Radio at 93.1 FM or live on their website at wpcaradio.org each Sunday morning. You can also listen anytime through our podcast, available on your smartphone via Apple Podcast, Spotify, or on our website, which is nuicparish.org. I encourage you to subscribe and listen to our services whenever you get the chance, and to our new services which download each Sunday morning. If you'd like to help sponsor these services or donate to our ministry, you can contact us by phone at 715-268-9577, by mail at NUIC Parish, 1578 85th Avenue, Amory, Wisconsin, or through our website, which again is nuicparish.org. Today's radio broadcast is sponsored by, let's see, Susan Andren in memory of her brother, Chuck Haugerud, whose birthday would be on October 3rd. And we want to thank Susan for her generosity in sponsoring today's broadcast. One additional announcement that I'd like to add uh, before we begin the service proper is that we now have on our website, again, nuicparish.org, a new prayer and visit request, and that's right on the first page of that website. And if you're interested then in having Lauren Tague or myself, Pastor Wilcox, visit you, or if you'd just like to record a prayer request that we can add to our prayer list, you can do that now on our, uh, on our website. So please check that out if you're interested in either of those things. Jesus said that where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am in the midst of them. Even though we aren't all together in a church today, we are gathered in Jesus' name and he is present with each of us. Whenever, wherever we might be today, his presence with us is a gift we celebrate and proclaim as we worship together. We're in the season of Pentecost, and as you participate in our worship today, you might want to have a green cloth to lay before you, a candle, a cross, and a Bible to follow along with our Bible readings today. We continue our worship asking God to bless our time together in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please join me and listen as I read the Confession of Sins. Hear then God's promise of absolution. God, who is rich in mercy, loved us even when we were dead in sin and made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved. In the name of Jesus Christ, your sins are all forgiven. Almighty God, strengthen you with power through the Holy Spirit that Christ may live in your hearts through faith. Amen. Amen. Please listen along as Jim and Debbie come and share songs with us again. Jim and Debbie? What a
1: fellowship, what a joy divine, Leaning on the everlasting arms, What a blessedness, what a peace of mind, Leaning on the everlasting arms, Secure from all alarms Leaning, leaning Leaning on the everlasting arms Oh, how sweet to walk in this pilgrim way Leaning on the everlasting arms Oh, how bright the path goes from day Here from all alarms, Leaning, leaning Leaning on the everlasting arms What have I to dread? What have I to fear? Leaning on the everlasting arms I have blessed peace with my Lord so near everlasting arms, leaning, leaning, safe and secure from all along. secure from all- Then, Lord, what will Go ahead. at home in this world anymore Oh Lord you know I have no friend like you If heaven's not my home then Lord
2: Thanks, Debbie and Jim, for those lovely songs. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. Please join your hearts with mine as I pray the prayer of the day. Let us pray. Almighty God, you have knit your people together in one communion in the mystical body of your Son, Jesus Christ our Lord, Grant us grace to follow your blessed saints in lives of faith and commitment, and to know the inexpressible joys you have prepared for those who love you. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. We'll continue as I read the lessons for the Sunday. And our first lesson is from the prophet Isaiah. The 25th chapter, verses 6 through 9. On this mountain the Lord of hosts will make for all peoples a feast of rich food, a feast of well-aged wines, of rich food filled with miro, of well-aged wines strained clear. And he will destroy on this mountain the shroud that is cast over all peoples, the sheet that is spread over all nations. He will swallow up death forever. Then the Lord God will wipe away the tears from all faces, and the disgrace of his people he will take away from the earth, for the Lord has spoken. It will be said on that day, Lo, this is our God. We have waited for him so that he might save us. This is the Lord for whom we have waited. Let us be glad and rejoice in his salvation. That's the first lesson. Our psalm text for today is Psalm 24. The earth is the Lord's and all that is in it, the world and those who live in it, for he has founded it on the seas and established it on the rivers. Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord and who shall stand in this holy place? Those who have clean hands and pure hearts, who do not lift up their souls to what is false and do not swear deceitfully. They will receive blessing from the Lord and vindication from the God of their salvation, Such is the company of those who seek him, who will seek the face of the God of Jacob. Lift up your heads, O gates, and be lifted up, O ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is the King of glory? The Lord, strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O gates, and be lifted up, O ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is the King of glory? The Lord of hosts. He is the king of glory. Here ends the psalm text. Our New Testament reading is from the book of Revelation, the 21st chapter, verses 1 through 6. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and the sea was no more. And I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband, And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, See, the home of God is among mortals. He will dwell with them. They will be his peoples, and God himself will be with them. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes. Death will be no more. Mourning and crying and pain will be no more, for the first things have passed away. And the one who was seated on the throne said, See, I am making all things new. Also he said, Write this, for these words are trustworthy and true. Then he said to me, It is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. Here ends our second reading. I'll ask Jim and Debbie to come and sing a song for us, please.
3: From glory to glory, he's changing me, changing me, changing me likeness and
0: image perfecting in me The love of God shown to the world For he's changing, changing me From earthly things into heavenly His likeness and image perfecting in me The love of God shown to the world
2: To the world. We continue then with the reading of our Gospel lesson. The Gospel lesson for today is from the Gospel according to John, the 11th chapter, verses 32 through 44. When Mary came where Jesus was and saw him, she knelt at his feet and said to him, Then Jesus, again, greatly disturbed, came to the tomb. It was a cave, and a stone was lying against it. Jesus said, Take away the stone. Martha, the sister of the dead man, said to him, Lord, already there is a stench because he has been dead four days. Jesus said to her, Did I not tell you that if you believed you would see the glory of God? So they took away the stone, and Jesus looked upward and said, Father, I thank you for having heard me. I knew that you always hear me, but I have said this for the sake of the crowd standing here, so that they may believe that you sent me. When he had said this, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. The dead man came out, his hands and feet bound with strips of cloth, and his face wrapped in cloth. Jesus said to them, Unbind him and let him go. The Gospel of our Lord. Dear friends in Christ, Last year I was visiting friends, a dear couple, in hospice. After a seven-year battle with cancer, the wife was no longer conscious. Her breathing was increasingly labored. The husband and I visited briefly, we prayed, And then the next day, his wife died, and a 47-year marriage was ended. Wife, mother, grandmother was gone. Every one of us has experienced death in one way or another. It's one inescapable fact of living and loving. All living things must someday die. All loving must someday end in loss. But this is not the only way that death comes stealing in on us. I was at a wedding some months ago now. I sat and visited with the groom's mom. She was losing her only child who was moving across the country with his new wife. She would not see him for many months. She was being left all alone. She knew it was supposed to be a joyful occasion, but loneliness was stalking her. A great loss was on the horizon and the taste of death was keeping even a false smile from her lips. Any time we lose something or someone precious to us, any time loss and loneliness come calling, we get a little taste of death. Another example. A divorced woman that I had counseled for some time experienced a sudden reversal in court, and also a bewildering judge's order that turned her two kids over to her vindictive ex-husband. She was overwhelmed by having to turn her kids over to a man who had a history of violence and abuse. Anytime there's a serious setback, anytime stuff happens and we are left feeling like victims, we get a little glimpse of death. A few weeks ago, I did Joanne Fowler's funeral. Joanne is a member at Little Falls, Joanne and her husband Jim. And after the funeral... We went immediately. I led a little procession out the side door to the cemetery that surrounds Little Fall Lutheran and to the place where Joanne's body would be interred. So it was me and then Jim and Joanne's daughters, and then the casket came. And as we made this little processional, O.J. Ani tolled the bell there at Little Falls many, many, many times. And I was Reminded of these famous lines from a meditation by John Donne, an English pastor or priest, he wrote this, and you may recognize this, it's a very well known quote No man is an island entire of itself. Each is a piece of the continent, a part of the main. If a clod be washed away by the sea, Europe is the less as well as if a promontory were, as well as if a manner of thine own, or if thine friends were. Each man's death diminishes me, for I am involved in mankind. Therefore send not to know for whom the bell tolls, it tolls for thee. So for those of us who live, and those of us who love, and those of us who are somehow diminished by little or large encounters with death, And for those of us for whom the bell tolls, Jesus' encounter with Mary and Martha and Lazarus and with death is a story we all need to hear. First thing that strikes me has to do with Jesus and death and doubt. If only you had been here, Mary says to Jesus almost accusingly. Sometimes we know exactly why death happens. For instance, a man who smoked for 50 years gets lung cancer and dies. There are cause and effect situations like that where we can see choices made and the consequence that comes from those choices. But very often we have no idea why someone gets sick. We have no idea why someone dies. We have no idea why such great loss, such misfortune, steals up on someone and crowds out their sunshine, takes away their hope. And so there are almost always questions whenever death in any of its many guises draws near. Mary and Martha questioned Jesus closely. If only you'd been here, Lord, with the implied, where were you, Lord? You could have prevented Lazarus from getting sick. You could have prevented him dying. Why didn't you? I don't think these questions will ever be answered this side of heaven but it is so important that we have a chance to ask them and to live with them and to wrestle with them. The second thing that strikes me about our gospel text has to do with Jesus' presence and compassion and the shortest verse in the Bible, Jesus wept. Jesus came and saw all the suffering and grief and entered fully into it. Jesus came and heard all the crying and sobbing and began to cry and sob himself. Jesus came and felt the great loneliness and heartache and let it wash over him and into him. Jesus ran toward the pain of others rather than away from it. When I was a seminary student, I took a class called CPE. CPE stands for Clinical Pastoral Education, and basically... You work in a hospital for six months, and you're part of a class of five or six other seminary students or pastors, and you spend your time as a chaplain in the different parts of the hospital, the cardiac unit, or the ICU, or the PEDS unit, or whatever, and you visit people who have had just traumatic experiences and difficult news. And you write up what are called verbatims. They're kind of your exact memory of what you said to the people who've had this news and what they said. And Then you share that with your peers and they critique you in terms of your pastoral care, your style. My group started to tell me when they listened to my verbatims, Wilcox, you're trying to put band-aids on bombshells. You're trying to put band-aids on bombshells. And what I would do is I would go into a room where a man just told, was told he had terminal cancer or into another room where a woman had died suddenly of a heart attack and her family were there by her bedside. And I wouldn't listen and I wouldn't stay. I would just say, here's a Bible verse. Can I read this for you? And let's have a little prayer together. And then I would leave the room as fast as I could. I would literally try to run away. From the pain of these people and I try to put a little band-aid this prayer and Bible verse on the bombshell that just had happened to them. Well the text reminds us of the great essential and eternal fact that we know and proclaim and that is that Jesus is right here right now right with us every time we face death. He does not run away from our pain, our suffering, our tough questions, the struggles and challenges that we're facing, the loss and the loneliness, he never runs away. He never tries to put a Band-Aid on those bombshells. He is right here, right with us, and he weeps at our side even as we weep. The final and third thing that strikes me about this passage is one that comes right before the Gospel text that I read, and that's Jesus' promise, which simply is this, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live, and whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. Whenever you and I must face death, in whatever form, we have this incredible promise to hold on to. Jesus is stronger than death itself, and because of Jesus, the grave becomes just a door we walk through to find the life Jesus has won for us. And so we can know, really know, deep down inside us that someday when it comes our time to die, to take our last breath upon this earth, we can close our eyes knowing this. Just as with the word Jesus called Lazarus back from the tomb, even after death had hold of him for four long days and nights, so he will call us too. Mary, come forth, or John, come forth, or Christie, come forth, Greg, come forth and so on with each of us in turn. And you and I as the church help make the presence, the promise, the power of Jesus real every day in the lives of each other and in the lives of the broken and needy folks all around us. Just last Sunday, after church at Deronda, I stopped at Trinity at the little cemetery here and met Hazel's family Their mother, Hazel, had died a year or more ago, but they hadn't been able to bury her because of the pandemic. And we stood there at the little hole that was dug for the urn and her ashes. And as we stood there, I shared this same promise with them, this promise of Jesus. I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. And I also shared this prayer on behalf of All of those who belong to Neighbors United in Christ, I share this lovely little prayer that is ours to give away. In the sure and certain hope of the resurrection to eternal life through our Lord Jesus Christ, we commend to Almighty God our sister Hazel and commit her ashes to the ground with the promise, the presence, the power of Jesus in our midst. Well, as church, we listen to the heartbroken questions of doubt from those facing death. As the church, we weep with those who are weeping. As the church, we proclaim Jesus as the resurrection and the life. And when we do, Jesus reaches right through our hearts and hands to make his presence, his promise, his power real. And it is enough and more than enough until the Lord of life comes again. Amen. I'll invite Jim and Debbie to come and sing for us again.
1: God sent his son, they called him Jesus, he came to love, heal and forgive. By my pardon, an empty grave is there to prove my Savior lives. Because He lives, I can face tomorrow. Because He lives, all fear is gone. is worth the living just because he lives. How sweet
0: to hold a newborn
1: and then one day I'll cross the river, I'll fight life's folly, no war with pain. And then as death gives way to victory, I'll see the lights of glory and valor. Because I know he holds the future, and life is worth the living just because he lives.
2: Thanks, Debbie and Jim, for that beautiful reminder of the power of the promise because Jesus lives, and that we can count on that in the midst of our everyday lives. We continue our service, then, as we confess our faith together in the words of the Apostles Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary Invite uh Debbie and Jib to come and do the prayers of intercession, please.
0: Lord listen to your children pray. Lord send
3: Eternal God, you hold firm amid the changes of this world. Hear us now as we pray for the church, the world, and everyone in need. Merciful God, we give thanks for all missionaries who have brought your message of hope to new communities and wiped tears away. Continue to raise up courageous missionaries to share your gospel of hope. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. Creating God, we praise you for abundant harvests and the goodness of creation. Create communities of care for your earth so that all land, water, and soil will be celebrated and cherished by future generations of saints. Hear us, O God, your mercy is great. God of peace, we give you thanks for nations of peace that serve as a refuge for all whose homelands are afflicted with violence. Strengthen those who continue to work for peace and support all veterans who carry the scars of war. Hear us, O God, your mercy is great. God of healing, we give you thanks for healthcare workers who labor around the clock to answer cries for help. Bring wholeness to all who struggle with post-traumatic stress disorder, anxiety, depression, addiction, and all who long for healing in any way. We especially remember Tammy and Kelsey Zamuda, Dave Flatten, Del Clausen, Marsha Helling, Rachel Seacrest, Julie Dubois, Christina Burgett, Pat and Lucille Trofe. Marna Brown, Mary Greiser, Vernon Lee, Helen Erickson, Gary Frederickson, Sherm Olson, Rick Elmer, Randy Goglin, Maureen and Lee Nicholson, Kirsten Overby, Andy Elmer, Larry Bazile, Leslie, Jim Wade, Tim Elmer. And we want to remember the family of Joanne Fowler today again. Hear us, O God, your mercy is great. God of justice, we praise you for the feeding ministries and for all meals that bring people together for nourishment and fellowship. Bless chefs, bakers, servers, dishwashers, communion assistants, and meal ministry coordinators. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. God of the ages, we give you thanks for the saints of this congregation who have inspired, challenged, loved, and taught us. Wipe away our tears and lead us by their example until we feast together on your holy mountain. Hear us, O God. Your mercy is great. God, our protection and strength, we entrust to you all for whom we pray. Remain with us always, through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen.
2: We continue then with the sharing of the peace, and I'll invite you to bless yourself if you're worshiping all alone, or to bless someone who is worshiping with you using this Trinity formula. Be blessed, or I am blessed, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Obviously, since we're worshiping virtually, we can't take an offering but I did want to mention this. As people of faith, we are called to continue strengthening the ministry of the Church, even when we are physically distant. We invite you to prayerfully consider making a donation to our parish, to the Synod, or somewhere else where the work of the Body of Christ is being done to love and serve our neighbors in need. As you consider that, I invite Debbie and Jim to come and sing a offering song for us, and then we'll have an offering prayer after that. Jim and Debbie.
0: Thank you, Lord, for saving my soul.
2: Continue then with our offering prayer. Let us pray. Blessed are you, O God, maker of all things. Through your goodness you have blessed us with these gifts, ourselves, our time, and our possessions. Use us and what we have gathered in feeding the world with your love through the one who gave himself for us, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. We continue then with the communion part of our service, and I'll invite you to prepare your hearts, as well as your wafer or bread or wine or grape juice, whatever you have, just to get that all ready as we begin then this part of our service. When we celebrate Holy Communion, we gather with all the saints from every time and place to hear again the story of God's power and love shown to us through Jesus' life death, and resurrection. I'll share now the words of institution, and then we'll pray together the Lord's Prayer, and then I'll invite you to eat the bread and to drink the wine. Hear then these words. In the night in which he was betrayed, our Lord Jesus took bread, broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat, this is my body broken for you. Do this as oft as you eat it in remembrance of me. Again after supper he took the cup, and when he had given thanks he gave it to them all to drink, saying, This is my blood shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as oft as you drink it in remembrance of me. When we eat this bread and drink this wine, we proclaim the Lord's death until he comes again. Amen. Now let us taste and see that the Lord is good. Take the bread or the wafer, and as you eat it, hear this promise from Jesus. This is my body, broken for you. Now, take the wine or the grape juice and hear this promise from Jesus. This is my blood, shed for you. Now may the body and blood of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, strengthen and preserve you to life everlasting. Amen. Hear the benediction. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine on you to be gracious to you. May the Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Oh, in peace, serve the Lord, thanks be to God. I'll invite Debbie and Jib to come for our closing songs.
1: My faith looks up to thee, thou Lamb of Calvary, Savior divine. We walk and talk as good friends should and do. We clasp our hands, our voices ring with laughter. My God and I walk through the meadows here. We clasp our hands, our voices ring with laughter. My God and I walk through the meadows here. He tells me of... Oh, the years that went before me When heavenly plans were made for me to be When all was but a dream of dim conception To come
0: to life, first verdant and glory see When all was but a dream of dim conception
1: To come to life,
0: first word and glory see
1: My God
0: and I will go for aid together We'll walk and talk and just as
1: good friends do This earth will pass and with it come and trifles But God and I will go unendingly This earth will
0: pass and with it come and trifles But God and I Go unendingly
1: Be not dismayed
0: Thank you for listening to a Neighbors United in Christ broadcast. Our podcast is supported by our three congregations of Duranda, Little Falls, and Trinity Lutheran Churches, our small town churches in Amory, Wisconsin. Our pastor today is the Reverend Greg Wilcox. If you feel so moved to donate, please visit us online at nuicparish.org. That's nuicparish.org. Until next time
1: for